Welcome to the Release Day Series podcast. I'm your host, Alex Heward. Now, before we get started with our inaugural episode, I'd like to begin, as we will begin all episodes to come, with a land declaration to recognize the traditional land we are recording this podcast on. We acknowledge the land we are meeting on is the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis peoples. We also acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13 with the Mississaugas of the Credit. exciting this is this is episode one of the release day series podcast and joining me for this is associate producer and editor of the series graham beery graham here we are man we did it episode one this is episode one this is episode one man oh man it's uh you know it's great to be here I'm glad we did this. <laughs> it's awesome. It's kind of a long time coming. So this started off in March of 2020. And if anybody knows anything of March of 2020, that's essentially when the COVID-19 pandemic shut the world down and, I don't know, rerouted the music industry and so many live events industries and the restaurant industry, which, you know, directly affected you, Graham. Yes. Yeah, my restaurant... Uh, closed. So I was just at home yeah. doing kind of not a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, man. And then, you know, you jumped in and <laughs> swooped in, saved you your decided. life. <laughs> we'll go that far. Okay. But you jumped in and you decided to start the release day series. And just for anyone who doesn't know anything about the release day series, the you know, the short form videos that we, we release, give me the elevator pitch, let the people know what's up. Yeah. So this is all about how Canadian artists are releasing their music and the strategies that they're implementing when putting out singles or albums or EPs, things like that. I knew it was going to be different for artists when the pandemic hit. So I was really intrigued. I've always been intrigued through the release process of of music and, and, and how artists go about releasing their songs, the planning that goes into it. And it's always just been that something that's fascinated me. So I thought this was a great opportunity to talk to artists about how they go about releasing their music and how it was going to change through this pandemic. And luckily there's been a lot of great response to it. Um, including the, the guys over at drop and entertainment, you know, who really took to the idea and the, and the series idea and have been hosting on the website ever since. And not only them, but you as well, man, which I can't thank you enough for, you know, having interest in, in what I started working on enough to, to join in and, and help me start producing these episodes. Well, I, you know, I have to say thank you for, uh, for taking me on. Well, thank you for being well, available. Thank you. No, we're not doing that. Um, <laughs> But I did want to kind of touch on, I'd seen the first few episodes and then I saw episode three with Mountainhead come out and I saw, you know, the visuals that were with that, you know, specifically the intro, but also throughout the entire 
video and I was like, this is something that I can learn from, um, from a video standpoint. Cause I never really worked with video. I've, I've done recording, um, like music recording for a while now, but never video. So for me, I was like, yeah, cause I guess we should just also tee up that this is originally a video series that we had now turned into a podcast. Um, but the videos that Graham is talking about are, are the video interviews with the artists. So sorry, I just wanted to jump in and, and make sure that we prefaced a little bit about what the videos are. Yes. The videos are stunning. So after this episode, <laughs> go watch the videos. Um, yes. But I saw those videos and I decided to reach out to Alex and say like, Hey, like I want to work on this, but this is not how we met. Alex and I it is not. met at the Horseshoe Tavern, one of the great, Hell yeah. you know, places of Canadian music. I was playing in a band at the time, and we opened for a band that you were, had just started or were working with, um, trying to, you know, dip your feet into the band management side of the industry. Um, yeah. And then we knocked your socks off. And you came up to the <laughs> lead singer and the lead guitarist after the show. And they sort of relayed it to the drummer and I. I was playing bass. And we were all like, whoa. It's like this guy just... It's like there's someone that wants to work with us. There's someone that like... Who does he work for? Is he Sony? Universal? Which which one? Who is it? Which What is this guy? Uh, it was none of them. None of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just Alex. Just, you know, I, again, like it was, but it was cool for us too. Cause it's like, this is someone who's connected with the music and realizes, you know, where we are now, but wants to take us to that next level. Yeah. Yeah, a- absolutely, man. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was great. It was great hearing you guys play and, um, you know, working with you guys throughout that year. And, and, you know, during that time, you know, I was kind of going out and trying to get a little bit more acquainted with some contacts and got involved with the team over at Indie Week a little bit and, and helped out with them uh, and uh, on Indie Week 2019 and uh, working with Daryl and the team over there. And, uh, you know, they're doing great things. They, they're, Indie Week went virtual for the first time in 2020 as so many things did and and did uh, absolutely amazing such great feedback a lot of people really loved how they did that so daryl hers and his team over there they just they care so much about the music industry and it was uh an honor and you know it still is an honor to know that i got to work with them and and still do it at times in in some kind of capacity and uh you know that was, that was just a real fun year of trying to reach out and connect with with industry people and you know that's essentially what led us to being able to to put this series together on dropout entertainment jesse reed who who runs dropout along with ben gibson and, and a few of their other team members they were at your show at the hideout rest in peace to the hideout here in Toronto. And Jesse really loved what you guys were doing. And he came up to me and he said, Hey, great show from these guys. Let me know. Like I'd love to do an article on them. Then COVID hit, then everything else sort of obviously shut down. And I was like, you know what? I would still love to be involved in some way in the music industry. Um, while I'm locked at home, you know, with my, my wife and child and new child to be, 
but I still wanted to be involved somehow in the industry. I reached out to Jesse and said, Hey man, I've got this idea. I'd love to, you know, I'd love to do it. And would you have it on dropout? And he said, yes. And they've been hosting it ever since. And, uh, you know, really grateful to them and that team for, for buying into the series and continuing to, to put it up there. And one thing I don't want to glaze over here is that you are an artist yourself and, and you started your own project bedroom antics uh, when this whole thing started. So, you know, you definitely have some takeaways from these episodes as well that you, you, I'm sure consider putting into your own, your own musical releases. Oh, definitely. Um, definitely always like watching and seeing what, you know, other artists are doing and like, you know, it doesn't need to be picking that exact thing that they did. Just being like, okay, how can I think outside of the box and how can I like use their, um, what they did maybe as a stepping stone to get to the next idea or, you know, again, sometimes just pick exactly what someone else has done, right? Like if it works, it works. Um, so yeah, through bedroom antics, I, I do make music. It's, you know, kind of guitar driven lo-fi. Um, but I'm also doing a sort of synth demo series on my YouTube channel. And that's just become kind of an extension of, uh, the bedroom antics, we're going to call it brand. Yeah. You know, you didn't, you've done a great job branding your, yourself uh, around with bedroom antics from social media to YouTube, all those things. It's all very, very cohesive. And, um, you know, I, I think if there's an episode to take away cohesive branding from, it's from Mountainhead, those guys, uh, they're episode three of the video series and uh, we'll be releasing their, their full length soon. But Man, those guys know how to approach branding their music. It's my favorite episode, I think, so far. <laughs> I, I think yeah. it's my favorite episode so far. Because for me, you know, they they play the single game, which is kind of the new, the new game that's been out there because Spotify and stuff. Um, and getting playlists is so huge. So they play the single game, but I think they play the single game harder than anyone else because... Yeah, You know, these guys drop a single and they put the same amount of work that most people would put into like a full 12 song, you know, long play with everything like from merch to PR and, and like a specific branding on that piece. These guys are doing it for a single, right? So it's like they're, they're dropping a single and like, it's going to have, you know, a t-shirt. It's going to have, um, like a look like they talked about being like this this single i forget exactly which one it is um but they do talk about having a single and being like these are the colors right they yeah pick some colors. gaslight i think is was they gaslight was was yes. like a lot of greens they used a lot of different like different items and 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 that's the the, the nice thing about this being a video series is that we layer all of these images on top you know, it's, it's not just two talking heads. You're not just a third wheel on a zoom call. You know, we, we put images over it. You know, we put the photos of the artists. We, we show you their, their branding. We show you their marketing and their, their promotional, um, strategies as they're talking about it. So, you know, that's kind of one of the nice novelties of, of the series that you, you can take away from, from watching the videos. And I think that's what sets this apart from just a normal interview that, 
and the fact that you're talking about the release because that's something that no one really talks about. You talk to artists like when they're in the studio, right? And people talk right. to artists once the album's out and it's gone platinum. It's like, but how do you get your, you know, something that we've talked about before, like how do you get your stuff on a billboard? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, what goes into kind of getting yourself there? You know, and, and that's a lot of what I was thinking when, you know, the idea came. It was like, you know, who has, you know, where, where can you hear some of these stories? And, uh, you know, I think being able to talk to artists, to hear them share this side of it is just, it's just different. And, um, yeah, you know, like you were mentioning before, you know, these are, these are 45 minute to an hour interviews that we cut down to five, six, seven minute long, you know, uh, video interviews, but there's so much within these interviews that, you know, we, we knew we wanted to release in full at some time, which, which led us here. So episode two is going to begin with Stephen Stanley. Now he's episode eight of the video series, but his conversation, uh, it was just so easy to talk with him and, and, so Steven's an industry veteran. He's been playing for years. He started out with uh, an iconic Canadian alt-rock band known as the Lowest of the Low. He's now moved on to his, his own solo project, the Steven Stanley Band. And you know, he just released his first live album uh, called Live Static Roots. And they recorded that in Germany. And that was the, the focus of, of his episode and his interview. And man, just a great guy just a great personality and uh again just so easy to talk to just kind of one of those guys where we just started talking and it's like we'd been friends for years and i think that episode is for sure the one that really made us be like this needs like everyone needs to be able to listen to this yeah because they are such good conversations they are you know full of you know even if it's a little tidbit of information or like you know hearing a little bit more backstory behind someone or like hearing some some of the crazy stuff that doesn't make that cut. Um, I think it's really cool. And talking about industry veterans, you know, you talk to Stephen Stanley and another guy is Julian Taylor, who kind of similar started with one band staggered crossings and then went on to, and went on to do his own stuff. And he's been everywhere. Once he released, the Ridge, which is the album that you got to talk to him about, he was everywhere I looked. Like I would open yeah. like the Exclaim magazine, he was there. Open up my phone and just be on Facebook and stuff, and he was there. Instagram, Twitter, it was like he was everywhere, nominated for yeah. everything, doing so much. Um, so I'm kind of interested, like, what were your thoughts on that conversation? Because that was also a really cool conversation to listen to. Yeah, no, it was great. He and I, our our conversation was, like, about, obviously about his his album, The Ridge, um, was the focal point. But we also went back to what release day was like before, like when they first released the the first Stager Crossings album and, you know, just sort of what, what went into that you know talking about cassettes and you know having parties like you know house parties and and you know giving away cassettes right i mean like it's just it's just it was great to talk with him about how it used to be and and seeing the evolution and the evolution in him as an artist as well it's just amazing to see how long 
of a road it's been for him. This is what he loves to do. This is what he knows how to do, and he does it damn well. And he's been doing it damn well for a long time. So, you know, a lot of the news and a lot of the accolades are a long time coming for him. So it was really, really cool to talk to him about about just music and just talk music. And outside of those guys, I, I actually got to speak to a couple of, of local artists as well. David Madras and Jordan Paul, they kick off the series, episode one and two. And those guys I met in the open mic circuit around uh, Toronto. And just, man, great, great songwriters and uh, and storytellers and musicians. And, you know, David has a great debut album, Early Bird Special. Jordan Paul has a song called Archetype X that, you know, was on the top uh alternative uh, iTunes lists um when it first came out and you know th- these guys have been doing it for a while as well but um you know it was just really cool to be able to dive into their new songs that kicked off the pandemic as well collide by David Madras and strange by Jordan Paul and it's been interesting to see how timely some of these songs have been uh surrounding the the, the pandemic at that time have you noticed sort of that there's been a bit of the case with a lot of these artists that some of the, like the music that they're releasing just seems very timely. Well, I know that David Madras single collide is about kind of being like lost in space and like alone. Uh, yeah. Which I think, you know, a lot of people kind of felt, you know, as soon as, you know, here in Canada, it was like lockdown orders basically everywhere. Um, yeah. And just, you know, no one's, no, everyone's working from home, couldn't go to restaurants, couldn't go to the gym. Like, so you were kind of stuck between your, your four walls. So I think it's kind of crazy. That's like, he wrote that song and it released kind of at that time. Totally. Yeah. So, you know, David Madras, Jordan Paul, uh, episodes one and two Mountainhead. Uh, you can find again these guys are all all these interviews are are on our website and uh episode four was with an artist nicole haber she's got a really cool story about collaborating with djs worldwide and then after nicole was julian taylor and then zune zune uh was an awesome conversation and that's another one of those guys who we did the interview and then everywhere i looked he was there yeah. And, and that was incredible. And it was also a cool conversation because you didn't just get to sit down on soon and talk about him as an artist and like, you know, kind of everything that's happened to him leading up to now. You also got to sit down with his manager. Yeah, no, that was that was awesome. Yes, yeah, so Zune's album "Bleached Waves" is is a shoegaze album. Uh, he calls it moccasin gaze. He's an indigenous artist, so he's sort of coined the term moccasin gaze to describe his music. I had heard about him. I loved his story, but I also wanted to take the opportunity to talk to his manager, Brendan McCartney of Double Denim Management, to get an idea of how they would go about releasing a debut album, which was you know, a, a pretty amazing story in itself as well. And luckily, you've been fortunate enough to talk to some other artists that, you know, are making waves. Um, Loviet, Flara Kay, Victoria Anthony, like, they all have... Twin Flames. Twin yeah. Flames. Like, they all have incredible stories of where they are and things that they've done leading up to the release. Um, I think 
Flarike takes the cake for me of they were sick of staying in Montreal. So they took an RV and decided we're going to go across the country, head to BC. And, you know, we're going to stop in these towns, talk to local artists and, you know, play virtual live shows from those cities. Yeah, totally. No, that's wild. I mean, everybody's been sick of being cooped up and they really took it to another level of like, we're getting out of here. We're getting out of here and we happen to have a debut EP that we've got to support. So we might as well tour across the country in an RV and, uh, and you know, promote it this way. And yeah, no, that was wild. Yeah. Like you said, stop. They did Instagram live shows. They call it cruiser conversations talking with industry peers and uh industry professionals and and festival organizers and playing live shows uh or virtual live shows um from the rv man so cool what like what an idea and another cool like kind of story for me was loviet who she fully says in the, in the interview when you're talking to her is like went into the went into the studio with nothing and wrote yeah. this you know can i call it a critically acclaimed EP because again we'll critically acclaim it we'll critically acclaim it absolutely you can because it's you know it's one of these top top albums of 2020 or top EPs of 2020 and it's like for sure it started with just going to the studio and be like we have nothing so we're gonna write it and this wasn't just like a studio this wasn't just like the local studio like her, her EP is called everyone knows the thrill when it's over. And she wrote the first song everyone knows in the studio in New York with the, with her producer there. Um, and then wrote the next two songs, the thrill and when it's over in Vancouver with her producer there. So yeah. And I, like these songs were not written before getting into the studio and she's, She's based out of Toronto. So she went to New York, recorded song one, wrote and recorded song one, and then went to Vancouver, wrote and recorded song two and three, like in the studio. Like, and it is one of the best EPs of 2020 for sure. And then another cool release thing that we talk about in episode 11 of the video series is with Twin Flames, and they talk about their new album omen where they yeah. did you know they had this they had a roadblock of well, we can't just do a live show like they'd done in the past and they were like well how can we still connect with our audience and how can we you know still have that kind of personal attachment to this album without being able to be in the same room as them so they yeah. came up with um, what they call the 12 days of omen and we get to dive in and you specifically get to dive in and talk to them about what that meant and what they did to lead up to their release of, of their album. Yeah. Very fan engaging is, was their approach delivering stories and background information on each song leading up to the release of the album, which was again, just, just artists getting creative in a world where it just, you know, it can be tough to get creative in. Um, but you know, this is, this is what these artists do, you know, this is their livelihood. And I think that's been the biggest takeaway through this pandemic is the resiliency of 
the Canadian music industry and, and the Canadian musicians, you know, we've seen a lot of venues go down. We've seen a lot of shows get canceled and, and, you know, there's, there's a lot of, it's a lot of bad news. You know, it was 2020, let's face it, it was, there was a lot of bad news, but through it all, you know, there's, these artists have been, man, busting their tail to, to be creative and come up with new ways of engaging and, you know, continuing to make a living through, through their art and what they love doing. So, you know, I can't, can't commend our music industry enough for, for what they've done. Definitely. And, you know, it's not just the artist, it's, you know, it's a big family. Um, I don't know, you yeah. have some specific shout outs that you want to do for people that aren't artists. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, we, we've gotten some, some great support from, from, from industry professionals that, um, man, it just means a lot to us to know, um, that you appreciate the series and have reached out, uh, with artists for us to, uh, to have part of the series. So, um, thank you, Brent Jensen, uh, Eric Alper, Beth Kavanaugh, Paula Danielovich, just the, the support that you've given this series, uh, and, uh, the confidence you've given us to keep moving forward. Can't say thank you enough for that. So, so, so thank you. That's, uh, it means a lot. So there you have it. That's episode one for you in the books. Graham, did we forget anything? If the podcast isn't enough, if the video series isn't enough for you, or you want to stay up to date on everything that we here at Release Day Series do, you can follow us on Instagram at Release Day underscore series and on Twitter at Release Day SRS. And on both of these platforms, you know, we want to engage with you, but specifically on Instagram, we feature new artists and their music, you know, almost daily. So this could be the place that, you know, you, you hear your new favorite artist. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if you're an artist and you want to be featured on our platform, please send us your EPK, send us your music, send Slide us what you've got. DMs. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, we take a listen and and be happy to to share and promote your release because that's the other thing you know we do is we we want to celebrate your release day you know and uh, you know if you let us know when that album is coming out we'll be sure to to give you a shout out on Instagram on Twitter and um, you know make sure that we're a part of promoting your new project and if you're a fan and you really appreciate what we're doing here or you know even as an artist really appreciate what we're doing you know if you could share the podcast or give us a, a nice five-star rating along with any positive comments to help spread the word uh, about the series and these fantastic musicians, you know, I really hope you would, you would do that and um, you know, just be a part of, of helping to create and, and build on the, the community that we have so greatly been able to be a part of here in, in Canada. And I'd also like to say thank you to Evan Denley, our good friend who is doing the theme music for this series. It's pretty cool to have a musician and know a musician that can, that can put some theme music to our podcast. And Graham, thank you to you, man, for, uh, for everything and, and being a part of this. And oh, obviously, and, uh, thanks for, you know, having me on the podcast. Um, and I'm excited to see, you know, let people listen to these full length podcasts because they're incredible. They have, just so much in them and just great conversation that 
Um, I'm excited for people to listen to them. I'm excited for people to watch the videos that we produce. We, we love that we're, you know, kind of shoehorning ourselves in to this community and uh, everyone's been very nice and open and, and welcoming us with open arms. So thank you, Alex, for having me on. My pleasure. This is the Release Day Series podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Episode two with Stephen Stanley is coming up next. Mm-hmm.